What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it, Midweek Editions here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel were presented by Cornhead Logger. Numbers to dial up, get in. Today on Hale Varsity Radio, 489-1240, 489-1240, or toll-free where you hear us across the Hale Varsity Radio Network, 1-800-825-5865. can email the show, chris at halevarsity.com. couple of, well, more than a couple of emails to get to from the last couple of days. That has been neglected by me. There's folks still chiming in and some thoughts on Wisconsin. We'll get there. Can watch the show. You're invited to do that and do so on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Uh, check that out. Subscribe to it. Also, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. So uh, give that a follow. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence. Find me, Chris Schmidt, at Schmidt underscore radio. Uh, we have folks jumping in the stream already. Can do that in a couple of different ways Facebook, Twitter, or the YouTube channel. Dion is uh, first in line. Roll call continues. Anonymous is in. Dion letting us know that doesn't sound like Double H isn't going to play Saturday. I think with a high ankle sprain. I don't think he's playing the rest of the year. No, I think well, with the, except maybe a bowl game. Well, you got to get there. You got to get there then, first. If, if you get to a bowl game under Purdy, I think he then takes the he takes the reins. Exactly, he takes the reins. So. And if if Harburg gets healthy, then maybe it's H back time for him. And hey, he's a hell of a good athlete. Why not? So we'll get into to plenty of thoughts on Nebraska, Wisconsin. Uh, some things to dive into with the college football playoff that's, uh, well, interesting right now. Are you worried about Tony White one and done in Lincoln? We can uh, open that kettle of worms. You feel bad, and I know there's not any Iowa love within a lot of our listening audience. That said, Cooper DeGene is an incredible ball player. He is out for Iowa. He is out uh, through at least the bowl game. That's uh, what Scott Docterman's reporting. It's unofficial, but Scott's juiced in for sure. Uh, Braun getting the nod at Northwestern. Kudos to him. That's some Big Ten news. And you, you look at that Iowa-Illinois game, and we'll talk to Mike Babcock here in about 15 minutes, get Babber's take on Saturday and uh, the, 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 the West race in hour two. Evan Bland will join us. We'll dive in to uh, a jock doc with Deshaun Watson, uh, 489-1240 uh, to get in. But it's interesting just taking the temperature of the Nebraska fan base right now as we're into the middle of November and really paying attention to the Wisconsin fan base, specifically our chat with Barry Alvarez yesterday. And, you know, it's, it's how he said it with the, well, you're used to winning, right? And 
Nebraska's not had a winning season in, in too long, and, and Rule and company are trying to change that. The kids down at the stadium are trying to change that. And uh, Wisconsin, though, uh, was a program that whacked Paul Christ early. They, they got in the, the Luke Fickle sweepstakes. Fickle did a great job at Cincinnati, did an amazing job at Ohio State, did a wonderful job the year he was interim back in 2011. And he comes in, and he's got to uh, liven up what Wisconsin is on offense. And you've seen those transitions not only take time, but take their toll. They have taken their toll on, on, on Bucky, on their fan base, and, you know, at worst, even if you had a bad Big Ten record, Wisconsin would be a 7-5 and five squad, and then they'd typically bounce back. And that is difficult to go away from what has been working, or at least has been moderately, moderately successful, as they were the West favorite despite new coaches, new system, and your, your air rating in Wisconsin versus the old ground and pound, you've got an injured back in Braylon Allen that's incredible. And it's not that Wisconsin hasn't run the football or 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 flipped it to, to 90-10 pass, but they've become a pass first. They've always been a pro-style offense, but their bread and butter was I-formation or the, the pin and pull, very big athletic linemen, and, and you get – an insane running game and they have worn you out and beaten you down by the fourth quarter on top of an just an incredible defense time after time mm-hmm. well all that's been problematic and i just wonder where each fan base's morale is is at you know you listen to, to wisconsin fans they want the season done over get us uh, a quarterback and mordecai's good he's just not been healthy but Make these growing pains stop. Get good on offense. Be what you are on defense and, and move forward. Um, so Wisconsin's had to modernize at the expense of what they've been good enough to get bowling at or at least, worst case, you know, be in that West contention all the way through November. They're, everybody's in contention, it feels like, for the West right now. Uh, but uh, Nebraska right now, morale-wise, you felt good after Illinois. Wisconsin felt good after Illinois, okay? After that Iowa loss, they go pull off a, an 18-point comeback on the road at Illinois against the old pig farmer, their old head coach. And I'm sure their fans looked at him, that's what the passing attack does. Sure, and, and, and it, it, it brought them back. And it's funny that we thought that that moment in time this season that turned things around was the Illinois win by both squads. And, and I believe it was for Nebraska to at least be – in the discussion about getting to six. Uh, the last two weeks have, have taken a step back with that uh, that confidence level if you're a Nebraska fan. But the goal line stand, the, the double-digit win, despite being an underdog against Illinois, that was a pretty big statement after Michigan hammered you. Uh, the win by Wisconsin at Illinois, uh, what did they do? They followed up with three losses. And not just three losses, but Indiana just clubbed them. And then Northwestern came in and said, are you done with that? Thank you, Indiana. I will take said tire iron and go to town on Wisconsin again. So, man, you've got two fan bases. I think Nebraska's in a healthier spot, but they're still uh, a little dis- a little skeptical and a little disappointed about the last two weeks. It's not, it's not not doable, 
Saturday night for Nebraska, but you just you just don't have much confidence in the offense. But on the flip side, you turn around and Wisconsin fans, they got to be even more disappointed than Husker fans in this season. Like you talk about, has this season been fun for Husker fans? That was our topic of discussion yesterday. It has not been fun for Wisconsin fans because I said it preseason and I'm going to stick with my guns here. Wisconsin has, or at least had, they, I know they dealt with some injuries this year, but they came into this season with enough talent to go win the Big Ten West. Pretty easily. Very fair. It's they, just how did the transition work? And it was terrible. That has been, especially offensively, with the pieces that they have. Nebraska fans have been frustrated with Marcus Satterfield. Wisconsin has had arguably coaching malpractice as well with their offense, too, with the way they've tried to flip things. They do not have the pieces to run the offense that Phil Longo wants to run. And if they tried to ease into this area, you know they went, what? They went and got Mordecai, so at least they've got a pass-first quarterback. But the thing was, was they didn't go from, well, we've been throwing the ball 15 to 20 times a game for the past five years, so let's maybe go to 20 to 25 this year. No, they, 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 they went jumped from up small to, to large. They've jumped up to 35 passing attempts a game. Not every single game. They're, and, they're and not the Maryland just yet. Right? The receivers are the problem. Receivers are the problem, and what the heck is going on? I we're Let getting, there be light. We're getting power surges in here. Um, but you look at Wisconsin, they had Braylon Allen on their roster. We came back. They had a, a, a road-grading offensive line still, and they didn't do it as the lights go back off in the studio. This is getting spooky. We're past Halloween. I, I'm throwing them off my point, but let me get back to my point. Mm-hmm. The point being that like Braylon Allen wasn't even the starting running back. For Wisconsin this year. They had Ches Malusi. He was a Clemson transfer. He was their second string, solidly second string running back last season. But he fits the air raid. The, the offense of Phil Longish a little better. So he's the starting running back until he, uh, I think, breaks his ankle uh, in a, a game earlier this fall. I think it was against Purdue, actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Braylon Allen has to step into that role. And instead of changing the offense and saying, you know what, we still have Braylon Allen. Let's go back to maybe a 50-50 split. They've stuck with this like 65-35 split between pass and run. Wisconsin has gone fully aired out. They don't have their wide receivers for it. Their running backs are not the pass-catching options that you'd like them to be. Wisconsin, I think, had a path to the Big Ten West if they could have slowly made the transition to what Phil Longo wanted to do, but they jumped headfirst into this air raid style of offense, and it has not worked for them. And, and that even surprised me because I thought, I said it preseason, Luke Fickle's a good coach. I think Phil Longo's a good coach. I think they're going to understand the pieces that they have and understand that the most important thing you can do in year one is win. You know what it's done? It's killed their defense. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean it, it's looked like Nebraska the past couple years. They're not winning time of possession anymore like nope. they used to. Their defense has been on the field a hell of a lot. And, and it has simply looked like that that staff, Fickle, Longo, all the way top to bottom, has not prioritized winning in year one. It's been, let's get our system in place, and the pieces will come down the road. You had a winning roster this year. And Wisconsin has chosen to, instead of build a, a team and a core identity in year one that fits the identity of their team, they have said, you know what? Square peg round hole has been a topic with Nebraska this year. They have gone ultimate square peg round hole with their offense. They don't have the pieces to run the offense that they want to run, and they're saying, screw it, we're going to do it anyway. And you've seen the result. It's three straight losses. It's 5-5 five and five for this Wisconsin team. And, and I don't think that their offense is going to do much against Nebraska either. Now, will Nebraska's offense shoot themselves in the foot more than Wisconsin on Saturday? We're going to find it's out. It's up but, to the black shirts. But you talk about the frustration <laughs> with Nebraska's offense this year. Wisconsin fans have even more of a bone to pick with their offense because they have the pieces to go in offensively. Nebraska, I'm not so sure that they can put together a high-flying offense the way Marcus Satterfield wants it to be, an offense 
and it's funny I say high flying in the Big Ten West. That's twenty five points a game. Wisconsin twenty one. <laughs> Wisconsin wants to put up an offense that has puts up thirty points a game, but they have an offense that that right now is built for ball control. It's built for running the football. It's built for thirty five minutes to forty minutes of time of possession. Put twenty one points on the board, and that's going to be enough to win the football game. That's the pieces that they have, but that's not the offense that they're trying to run. Well, and you nailed it. It's well, you adjust to us, Wisconsin offensive pieces. Uh, and no, we're, we're not going to adjust to you. Uh, Rule, his take was we're going to win now or try and win now, but we're also going to build for, for later. And we had Anonymous's comment up there. You'd think that Harburg would have progressed, progressed more with one year under the cigar chomper and another with Whipple. Uh, he's talking about <laughs> Verdusco telling him to stay out of the QB room and just watch from the sideline. I, you know what? I think what Harburg was asked to do when he came in and how they kind of tailored the offense to him, I think he, he had his moments. And, and the reason Nebraska was able to rip off so many wins was because of his legs, his toughness, his athleticism, and as limited as he is as a college passer, and that's not his fault. It's his reality because of the cigar ch- stomp, you know, chomper and, and whip. Not even, I mean, how many reps has a kid got since he's been here? Like the most he's played has probably been this year, let alone the most he's practiced. So I'm not writing him off completely. I'm not an idiot to the fact that there's turnover problems and there's probably a confidence issue right now because of what's what's different. And that's that defenses have adjusted to him and you're not seeing the field. I mean, he's he's a guy that's been in college a while, but when it comes to running an offense – and, and getting these concepts down and being comfortable with them and, and playing fast but having it slow down where you can make your reads, he isn't there yet. And he and a lot of kids at his point in his career aren't there yet when they've not played a lot of, of college football. So uh, from a progression standpoint, he came in and Nebraska's 5-3 and three under him. It's better than the alternative. Uh, and now we turn to Pretty and see if, if Chuba is going to be the guy, and uh, can Nebraska, you know, have him manage, have him make some plays, and ultimately can the run game step up? But we're talking morale, and Wisconsin right now is as formidable as, as Camp Randall is. And I think it's about 38 degrees Saturday night. They always get up for Nebraska, but right now, man, they're they're just – to a to a Wisconsin fan, they're just waiting for the season to get done to point out what you've hit on, and that's just that they've kind of blown uh, what what opportunity they had. It's very interesting, and we'll get Babber's take on this with the West race here coming up shortly. But it ain't over for a lot of teams in the West. I mean, there's still some contention to talk about for a Wisconsin, uh, for a Nebraska four in Northwestern, four in Illinois. And I think Minnesota's in a tough spot. I really think Purdue's in a tough spot. And, and Iowa's right there. How are they going to be uh, without Cooper there for them? And uh, their finish is not easy either. they got to come to Lincoln and Illinois. And Illinois sure as hell thinks they owe them one uh, based on last year's 9-6 to score fest where the Iowa defense got an interception with Illinois driving to at least tie the ball game. And uh, that, that'll be a, an interesting ball game. I mean, Illinois could very well 
uh, surprise. They had a bad November a year ago. They found some ways to win now, and uh, that win looks really good for Nebraska, uh, getting Wisconsin, I should say, getting Illinois when they did and, and handling them the manner they did. Uh, compared to you know late in the year as teams get better and try and survive, but you can Nebraska's see the Northwestern win as well. Sure, no, absolutely. Those two right? teams, Illinois and Northwestern, both have gotten a hell of a lot better as the year's gone on. They found a way to survive and, and advance. Nebraska right now is trying to to gather and get one more at minimum. We'll talk about that with Mike Babcock. Great to have you in four eight nine twelve forty. To dial us up, we'll get to more of your stream comments. Hail Varsity continues. We're powered by Cornhead Lager.